This is episode number two with Lucy Charamella and Kalechi Davis. Welcome to Motherhood and Making Money. My name is Kerry Gillett. I'm an award-winning social entrepreneur, the founder of the Mubo Business Accelerator and Fred's mum. Each week, I speak to inspiring parents who are doing amazing things in their business or chosen career to help inspire more of us to be educated, empowered and financially free. Thanks for joining us for today's discussion. Do make sure you subscribe so you never miss an episode. Hello and welcome to this episode of the podcast. Today I'm joined by two fantastic guests and we're going to be talking all about confidence. Confidence is one of the biggest things that comes up in our predominantly female communities, whether that is the confidence to start a business, confidence to grow a business, confidence in yourself and your skills. It is something that kind of impermeates all areas of our lives. So I'm really excited to dive into this conversation today with two amazing guests. I'm going to be talking with Lucy. She's the holistic lifestyle coach. She's a transformational coach, body worker and healer and the lovely Kalechi who runs First Class Learning in Swansea. She helps children increase their confidence in their and with their learning, improving their schoolwork, grades and life beyond academics. Hello both and thank you for joining me. How are you today? Hi, you both look fantastic. I'm going to dive in with our first question when we're thinking about confidence. And I'm going to start with you, Lucy, if that's OK. Have you always felt confidence in yourself and your business? Not at all. Um, I think lack of confidence has is something that I've struggled with from such a young age. Um, I think it's come from, you know, conditioning um, when I was a child and just things that I'd kind of like taken on board myself. And I think slowly but surely it kind of chipped away at me and it has stopped me from living the life that maybe I could have. Um, It has stopped me in my tracks and, um, yeah, so it's something that I've dealt with recently. Um, but yeah, no, it's a, it has stopped me. It's a big one, isn't it? And what about you, Kalechi? Do you feel like you've always felt super confidence in your skills and yourself? Can I say, from a very young age, I just thought I was a very confident person. But guess what? I was confident. I knew it inside of me. But the things of life... Just especially, I mean, starting from childhood and then went into, but most especially in adulthood, not even in childhood. Um, And the things of life just took me so much, troubles of life that I began to doubt myself. As a child, I was a very confident person. I would go anywhere, speak to anyone, debate anywhere. (laughs) But when I became an adult and, you know, the adult life and things of life, I Honestly, my confidence suddenly started plummeting and then I realized, oh my God, I am losing this girl that was born with confidence and even probably we should leave it here. We might have more time to talk about what I want to go in. Let me not go ahead of time. Yes. So That's a really interesting point though. I think that's something that definitely resonates with me. I can remember being super confident as a young, as a child. Um, and actually, I feel like that very much got chipped away 
as I got older, went out into the world and had different experiences that kind of said, oh, no, let's stay in a, in a safer box. So with that in mind, could you expand, I suppose, I'll stay with you, Kalechi, about maybe telling us about a time where you have not felt so confident in yourself or your business either um, and how that kind of came up for you and share what what that looked like right like I said um, I knew that I was confident and as you would see or know I was born in Nigeria grew up in Nigeria I actually came into this country 15 years ago and when I came in country that I don't know no one, you know, came in here to study and um, things didn't go as planned and different things started happening from, from uh, uh, domestic violence to, you know, trying to navigate the UK immigration system, trying to survive with my children with nothing to feed on sometimes. And I wondered, what did I come to this country for? <laughs> and I thought, this Kelechi is lost in the midst of all of this. And um, so when I, life, you know, carried on, but I was determined because the confidence inside of me told me that, no, you are more than what is happening. That's not who you are. Whatever yeah. is happening is not you, Kelechi. And I kept on until I got to a stage where I could now my head lift my head above the water with my children and started building our life in the UK, especially in Wales, thanks to Wales and Swansea in particular. And then I decided, right, I'm going to start this business, which was through COVID, um, as we all suddenly became automatic teachers, <laughs> um, just, just like that. And I started homeschooling my children. Meanwhile, I've always loved, I've always had a passion to, to teach people, even from primary teachers will say, go meet Kelechi, she will explain it to you. Secondary, same thing, I would help people to pass their we call it YX, but we call it GCSE here. And it continued like that. And so I decided that, you know what, I think there's something I'm going to go on and do this. And I decided to do this. And I, you know, done everything ready for tuition. And then suddenly, don't know me, Kelechi, you are Black. You are in United Kingdom. You are in Wales. You think that any parent would let you teach their child? Oh my God, can you voice? And I'm like, I remember when I joined the group and a man, you know, one of these groups to help build up your business wherever. Mm. And I said to him, I, I actually said it to him, I said, well, I don't even think any, honestly, I don't think any white person is going to think I can teach their children. How can I possibly have thought about that? I knew what I had. I've done it since like a child and I knew that it was there all this time. How could that possibly have? I mean, I've got the skills. I, you know, my first degree was in biochemistry. I came into UK. I've done several courses. I've done my teaching qualification. I've done CELTA in Swansea University, Cambridge for English language teaching. I've done a graduate diploma in business management. I've, I mean, just name them. I've just gone from one course to the other. And then yeah. here I am suddenly questioning myself if I could actually teach and would people believe in me? Mm -hmm. 
and it was a big mistake, my dear. I can tell you that the same group of people that I thought they wouldn't have confidence in me, in fact, they are the ones who actually brought their children to me. And I'm amazed the way these children come in and suddenly you can see the difference because when they came in because of COVID, so many children, their confidence went like that. Yeah. And when they come in, Week after week, you can see the confidence. You can see the smile. Oh, I'm getting this match. I'm getting this fraction. And then my confidence started lifting. It's always been there, yeah. you know. So, yeah. Do you think that that has really improved your confidence, seeing how there was that belief that initially came from that group and then seeing the clients come in and seeing that has really kind of, as you've grown the business, your confidence has grown with it? Absolutely, it has. Now, a phone call will come, whereas before I would squeeze and say, am I going to say the right word? Would I say the wrong thing? Now I don't even think, hello, this is Kalechi. <laughs> you know, I just, I don't even, and whatever I say, the parents are like, oh yeah, that's what we really want. Oh yeah, then you're wondering inside of you, say, really? <laughs> Yes, you're the expert, does. right? You're the expert <laughs> at the end of the day. And we the end of the day, yes. <laughs> we don't see it in ourselves as much. That's really, really interesting. And you've got such an infectious personality, as I've met you in life, that I know that I can imagine that there would be loads of people who would be falling over themselves to have you work with their children. I'm so pleased that you've been able to um, see that you know, almost prove to your mindset that there is a way forward for you there. That's it. And what do you think, Lucy? Have you got any experience of a time when maybe you didn't feel so confident either in your business or just in life in general and how that affected you? Yeah, so I think with myself, um, low confidence and lack of self-worth has been closely tied. And pretty much throughout my whole life I've held myself back so you know for going to get a job for example when I left school I went to uni I did a course like I did my degree but never used the degree because I think secretly deep down I didn't feel I was worthy of that degree I didn't feel worthy or I felt like I had a bit of imposter syndrome really it's like who am I to be doing something like that so then it kind of repeated this pattern throughout my 20s. I went and got certain jobs, but it was jobs that I was more than capable of doing. Yeah. So jobs that were pretty easy to me. I had no desire to move up the career ladder because I told myself it wasn't what I wanted to do. It was, um, this is not what my path was in life. And therefore I'd move on to the next thing. But looking back at that pattern, Moving on to the next thing was avoiding. It was avoiding what that core belief was inside me. Yeah. So I'd move on to that next thing and kind of just basically like a butterfly, just fl flutter around the place, not get any further. Um, so I did change. Um, I did find something that I was very passionate about. So my holistic therapies, which I've been doing for 15 years, so in terms of that, you know, I have been working in that field. So that was something that I found passion in and therefore it allowed me to kind of um, explore it further. Um, but it was always my own business that I wanted because I am a free spirit. I like to choose my time, choose what I'm doing with my time and kind of have that flexibility. Yeah. 
Oh, I always had told myself because of this lack of self-worth though that I couldn't start that business. I wasn't that person. So eventually I kind of dabbled in it. So I was part self-employed, part employed. So I dabbled in a bit of self-employed. And then when COVID hit, I was given no option. Yeah. The place that employed me um, gave me a casual, like the only option was casual contract couldn't do it to work around my two little boys so I went fully self-employed and and then therefore pivoted to the coaching which I'd kind of been doing anyway because as a body worker you know you're always talking to your clients Mm. and here I am now so I'm doing kind of a bit of a multifaceted um you know I've got multifaceted um what's the word (laughs) Like offerings, services. offerings, yeah. yeah, that's the word. That's right. Um, multifaceted offerings. Um, but I am doing something that I absolutely love, and I'm gradually working on that self confidence. Yeah, building up. Do you find there are time like I find for myself that there are times when I feel like I I got up in the morning and I'm super like I'm my best, most confident version of myself, and I could have weeks like that, and that and great stuff happens for me in the business when I'm in that kind of prime space but I have to I also have times quite honestly where it dips and there are days that where I'm like or something will come up in work or even mostly it's the home for me it's not work um my own vision I think of what I saw growing up as of what a family looked like certainly what a mum looked like and what a mum did within the home is very different to what I currently have so you know my mum is amazing she was always home for us she worked in within the home there was a cooked dinner on the table by 5 30 every night you know cooked from scratch our house was always immaculate and I inherited a lot of skills from my mum I did not inherit any of those skills sorry mum so, <laughs> so I I find that I compare myself to what I experienced and and as much as I don't want to I I live with a chef so I have no desire to be cooking dinners elaborate dinners every day but I have these chaotic days where I try and control everything in the house and I'd be like you need to be cooking more everything needs to be tidied up you know I've got to get things in place where this house is immaculate and when I sit back it's because I'm feeling I do this I start to behave like that when I feel low in confidence. And in me, it expresses that I try and control everything in the house to try and make me feel better about myself. Because I think if I can make it all look fantastic, then I will feel fantastic and everything's going to go well. And usually I have to sit back and go, Kerry, what are you doing? You're not going to become a Julia Child's chef. and You're not going to be doing all this hand-baking snacks for Fred that he doesn't even want. Just <laughs> let, let go, let go. But I do find it ebbs and flows with me. Is that something you find in yourself? Oh, completely. I think um, there's loads of different factors that play. Um, I think, I mean, I'm a single mum with two little boys and it can get quite chaotic. It's hard work. And, you know, you have a bit of guilt as well. You have a bit of guilt that um, you're not able to do everything um, for them. But what I do tell myself at the end of the day is that well, I am doing this for all of us. It's going to benefit all of us. Um, And I think, yeah, I mean, self-care, if I'm not, you know, looking 
after my self-care yeah. looking after myself my nutrition you know it can make me feel like quite low in mood and can affect my confidence yeah and also if I'm not like doing the things that I'm passionate about you know that lift me up make me a better person and um, that can affect it too yeah absolutely I'd agree with that so Kelechi, I'd like to ask you what you do to increase your confidence. So if you ever have days where you're feeling a little bit like, I'm not feeling it today, what are some things that you do that, that kind of put you back to help bring that like inner confidence outside? For me, the first thing is, um, well, I am someone who believes so much in my faith. There's nothing I will say without mentioning my faith, my mm -hmm. faith in my creator, in my God, because um, I, I just believe that he's the one who's helping me all through. Yeah. That's the first thing. And that gives me that confidence that there's someone there that is backing me up, someone there who is in front of me and someone there who is beside me. I might not see him, but I feel him and I know he's there. That's my first confidence, I mean, booster Yeah. for me personally. Now, secondly, is sometimes when I feel like I haven't got that confidence, you're not worthy, you're not, you know, I say, hold on, wait a minute. Do you know, people say, don't look at the past. Excellent, that's true. Never, you know, concentrate so much on the past. But shall I tell you something? That sometimes the past, can boost your confidence. Why do I say that? You know, you can look back and see where you're coming from and where you are. That is the part of the past that you should look at. Where was I 10 years ago? And where am I today? If you've moved and you can see, then that tells you, listen, you are a superwoman. If you have gone through all this, and you're still standing, come on, girl, you have got something there. That's what I use. You know, recently, I'm not blowing my trumpet, but I had to see Blow that your own see. trumpet, Kalechi, blow it. Honestly, <laughs> I had to see that and talk to myself because I never see that I've done anything so much. Just, you know, last week, I would say, I just graduated having my master's degree. Now, this is a dream that I've had since 50, when I was leaving my home country, that was what I had in mind. I'm coming to do my master's in the United Kingdom 15 years after. <laughs> and I saw the photos. Did you see? The dress looks spectacular and congratulations to you. Thank you. And I did all of this whilst working full time as a, um, a cover teacher and as a learning coach in a school at one point before I resigned and then I started doing corporate teacher um, or supply teacher, whatever you call, they call it. And I was also running this business and I was doing my master's because my two children on top of it, that's four roles all at the same time. And I'm still telling myself, oh, what have you done? Because I have to sit down and say, Come on, Pelletti, look at where you're coming from. You didn't have all of that. You waited for 15 years, always visualizing yourself standing there and people clapping for you that you've got your, you know, 
your master's degree and you didn't have it until 15 years time. Come on, you were a superwoman. How did you go through all that? And now look at where you are. You've got your own business. You're running your own business. You've got a master's degree in the United Kingdom. You've got a series of qualifications. You have taken these children from nowhere to somewhere you are doing. Your children are doing that. Even if you can't look at yourself, look at your children. Look at them. They are your priceless possession. They are not, you know, they're doing well in school. You are bringing them up. What is there not to be confident about? That's where my confidence comes from. We should have you on our phones as like a motivational app that will make us feel our most confident selves because I think having that little talk around would make anyone feel more confident. It's hard to see some days, but you're right. I think, you know, on the days when you can't look at yourself, it is a really good thing to think, you know, if you're raising children, look like they're all brilliant little human beings. And imagine <laughs> all the work and effort and input that has gone into that. That's an amazing feat to do. And then looking at yourself historically and going, yeah, I mean, for all of us, for all of us, there will be a massive journey that would have all taken over, let's say, a 10 year period where you can say, actually, mate, look at the stuff that you have achieved. And that could be a really massive boost. What about you, Lucy? What do you do on days when you don't feel so confident? pretty much the same um I do look at what I've achieved so far you know like the wins and um everything that has happened in the past um I also like to kind of change like state I like to kind of even you know if I'm feeling underconfident I mean as you know like I love my exercise <laughs> so for me that just gives that endorphin boost that yeah. I need um, it gets me going, it makes me feel good about myself, it kind of gets my energy a little bit higher. Um, so I do think just changing state, just doing something that you love to do um, yeah. is always a really good thing. Um, and confidence, um, just being kind to myself, just noticing how I'm actually speaking to myself with that internal chatter that goes on when you're feeling a little bit low in confidence. Just being um, really conscious of, you know, how I am talking to myself, you know, am I being kind, you know, because it all starts with us at the end of the day. Um, How we feel kind of is projected out to everyone else. And I think that internal chatter is a big one. Yeah, massive. Brilliant, brilliant tips there from both of you. I think lots of people will find those, those really interesting. So if someone is listening to this today and knows that confidence or their confidence is holding them back from building a business or living the type of life that they want what would you recommend they do i know little one i know lucy was it really a little the first day of the holidays no, it's absolutely <laughs> fine we are here for all guests on this podcast um so it's more than welcome to uh, pop in do not worry about it at all <laughs> kelechi what would your tips be for someone who is feeling less than confident and, it, and they feel like it's holding them back you know what everything i say i say it. i don't want to just say things to people say oh go do this go do that i want to use my own personal experience so when i'm saying it i'm saying it from deep down yeah when i wanted to start this business 
I had nothing. I didn't have the money. <laughs> they were asking me, I bought into a franchise. And buying into a franchise means having a huge amount of money that you got to pay to the franchiser to, you know, let you buy part of that. I didn't have anything. But I knew deep down that I wanted to go for this. This is what I want to do. This is the time. Now, that's one point. Listen to your inner voice. Sometimes we're so busy with other things that we don't listen to that inner voice. will tell you that is the one. That is the target. That is what you need to shoot at. We're just busy with all of the things. You know, like Lucy said, sometimes pay attention to yourself. I mean, pull out from whatever the world is saying. Hey, listen to yourself and it will tell you what to do. And that's what I did. I believed that I can do this. I didn't have any money. I went for the training. He said, you have, I said, well, I have this. I can, I had maybe a thousand and they needed about 10. I'm not going to go into details. <laughs> no one was going to give me no loan. <laughs> I didn't meet all the criteria. <laughs> I still didn't stop. So I, you know, to start this business, how am I going to go on with this business? You have to the money they ask you for. But I said to myself, I'm going to get out there and speak to whoever is in charge, if executive. And I said, listen to me, what I'm going to tell you now. I've got this. I'm going to make money for you. I'm going to make money for myself. I'm going to help children. I'm, I just, I don't, don't ask me where it came. Because I went deep down and I knew that that was what I wanted. That is what I wanted to go for. So I started speaking from the inside. And guess what? People outside can feel what is in the inside of you. You might not know it, but that's true. Gosh, the, the, the poor guy, he had so much. Think about this and they will come back to you. <laughs> that you cannot leave me. You have to take me because I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I don't even know. <laughs> it's so funny. Every time I think about it, it makes me laugh. And guess what, Kerry? The next day, very early in the morning, he sent me a text message. <laughs> I said, Kenichi, can you send us this certain document I was supposed to send? Can you send it to us so we can have a look quickly? I sent it very early to eight, past seven, when he should be thinking about his own personal life. He's sending me a message to send a document. What does that tell you? If that means that has been on his mind. He's been pondering, you know, pondering over it. And then that same day at 4 p.m. said, listen, Kelechi, you've come across so much to us that we just can't, we just cannot let you go. We've given you this. Go on, start it. You're not going to get anything now. We will wait and see how you do. And we will, you know, start taking it in But long Maybe I shouldn't say some things here. I was glad I wasn't even given that room. <laughs> so what I'll say to anyone, believe in yourself. Yeah. Listen to yourself. Don't wait until everything is ready. Because everything will never be ready before you start. Go for it, even if you have doubts. Even if it means lying to yourself that I've got this. Very soon, that lie will become a fact. Yeah. <laughs> Keep telling yourself, I can do this. This is what I want to go for. 
and go for it. And as you go into that journey, you will realize that doors will begin to open to your own amazement. Do not wait for everything to be ready before you start. If you've had it in there and it's telling you this is what you should do, go for it. That is like the most, like I got a little bit teary when you said that you got it because that's a really, really blinking amazing story of just being tenacious about what you are capable of achieving, not giving up on yourself has like got you to where you are today. So blinking well done you. I mean, that's fantastic. Lucy, what, what about you? What tips would you get? I know you work with a lot of women like me who perhaps are experiencing that feeling of low confidence and maybe they're feeling it about their bodies or businesses or just their lives in general. And what kind of things do you recommend that people do to try and increase their confidence? I think it's really important to do something that scares you every day, like get out of that comfort zone because that's the only way that you can learn and grow. Um, I think we all get kind of fear kicks in and it keeps us where we're comfortable, where we're used to. And it can prevent you from moving forward. It can keep you just in that safety net, you know, where you are. And um, so that's one of my tips is just go for it. Just get out there and just get uncomfortable, you know. Um, I also think that fear of judgment has come up a lot for me. That's that my is, that's my personal flavor as well, my friend. <laughs> oh my goodness, it is quite crippling, isn't it? Like worrying about what people think of us. <laughs> um, oh my goodness, it can really stop you in your tracks. And what I've actually learned um, moving forward myself is like really people are more they care more about themselves. So they're not really going around <laughs> thinking about what you're doing or not doing. <laughs> everyone, everyone is just so kind of into what they're doing and their uh, road. So that is one like one thing you have to think about, you know? And also like, if they are judging you, it says more about them than you. Are they judging you because you're doing something that they would like to do? Mm -hmm. you know? And it normally is, isn't it? It's normally because there's some sort of insecurity within them or you're triggering something within them that's stopping them. So that's another thing to take on board. You know, why are they judging me? And yeah. it flips it. It flips your mindset a little bit because you think to yourself, well, actually, you know, it says more about them than me. Why am I not just going for it um and I think also getting visible has been massive for me with my lack of confidence and with the business being online and things like that um I found it really hard to get out there especially on video and um yeah I mean at the end of the day you have to and it's just that you know getting out there being your authentic self because you know no one's going to buy into you if they can't see the real you because energetically you won't be showing up as that person you actually are you know yeah. we can through energy we can sense when someone's not being themselves mm. even on the camera 
So I think really be your authentic self, get out there, don't be frightened of that judgment because as I've mentioned earlier, it says more about them. You know, no one's really thinking about you. They're thinking yeah. about themselves. Yeah. That was a bit of a lesson I had to tell myself. Judgment is my big issue, and especially around visibility. Right? Have it been someone who's built a lot of online businesses, and I'm like, oh, I'm just not that person. Um, and so I have this little talk where I give myself, where I'm like, Kerry, I would love it if everyone was sitting at home being like. Did you see what Kerry wore on a live stream today? She did a she did two stories and she didn't even have makeup on. The truth of the matter is nobody blinking cares. Right? Hardly anyone's watching. So you've just got to keep going and keep building it up. And hopefully one day I'll be at the point where someone does care about my floral jumpsuit. They might not like it. But until then, I'm just going to keep trooping forward. But you do have this big hold up, don't you? In thinking, what are people going to think? You know? what here's one the other day in our mubo online membership we do co-working and i usually do a video just in the morning and say we remember there's co-working at half past nine and i forgot to do it and i was in the car outside school with fred and everyone's parked up ready to do drop off and i hadn't done my video so i, I my phone's in the thing in the car and i just hit go live and i'm waiting to go and fred's messing around in the car and i'm like just remember you know we're doing off off we go and Fred went to school and then he came back and said, mum, all the kids in school want to know why you're always on your phone and why you're <laughs> making videos of yourself in the car. <laughs> and I'm like, well, because that's mummy's job and that's what I've got to do. And he said, can't you just get a normal job where you don't have to be on your phone all the time? He goes to me because none of the other mums are going to like you. Right. And I said, <laughs> Don't feed into my worry, my one only insecurity, Fred. Let's not do this. And I said, well, listen, that's what mummy does. That's what mummy likes. And it doesn't matter if nobody likes me for it. I like me for it because I enjoy it. And he goes, okay, mum, I'll tell them. (laughs) (laughs) So I thought it's an interesting example of how I was almost, the mirror was shot on my, the thing that I hate most, the fact that I'd had to be outside. You know, because for me also in confidence, I have a really weird way of telling people what I do, because if someone asks me, I say that I run a training company because it's easier than explaining, you know, what it is that I actually do. And I don't say, oh, we've got a podcast or I go and do speaking or that I've done this and that. I say, oh, I run a training company. And so if Fred is near me, he hears me saying, oh, you know, she, she runs a training company and actually I'm not sticking up for all the other amazing stuff I do because I'm trying to make myself have this comfortable little box because maybe, you know, I feel confident with people who know me and and in the online space who understand what I do. But at the school gates, my child goes to the school on the top of a mountain in the most rural part of Wales. Like there are not many mums up there doing Facebook lives in their car before they go back to do Zoom meetings. So I suppose it doesn't make me feel comfortable standing out in that situation where I feel a little bit nervy anyway. So it was really interesting to see that dynamic with him and how he was like, oh, you know, the other mums won't like you if they find out you're <laughs> always on your phone. I'm like, well, I am friends, so let's get used to it. And do you so, know what, Kerry, should I tell you, I'm, first of all, Lucy, you know what you said coming out 
on um, social media. I've never really been that social. Honestly, I didn't even have a Facebook until I wanted to start business. That's one year ago. And they said to me, well, in the world that we are in now, you've got to have Facebook and have Instagram. I have, I have none. The only thing I had was WhatsApp. And that's because WhatsApp is almost like, normal calling isn't it it's only the people that are your people that are on your whatsapp and that's it and i said oh my god i don't like this facebook scene and all this instagram now i've had it right i try just to put i've never put my face there and then carrie yesterday or so i don't know how i don't know how i think on facebook you must have liked someone's post or something and then somehow it led me into your own posts. And I saw what you said. Oh, God, if I can get it out now, I'm showing yourself. You know, after reading it, Kerry, that was what made me put that post where you saw me in my graduation. Now. I hardly, I can only put posts like, oh, we have the children with this, you know, call this number. That's it. I am not that, even though I'm a, I'm a talker, yes, and that's in person when I meet people, but I'm not, I don't like all this, everything, bring it to Facebook, everything, bring it to Facebook. I, I really do not like it. <laughs> so, so I said to myself, I'm not doing this. I'm not going to do what others are doing just because they're doing it. But in another way, Lucy, like you said, you when it comes to business, you need to show that person, isn't it? And then, then here comes Kerry telling me this, and I said, right, I'm going to do it. I'm going to blow my trumpet a little bit. I'm going to tell them that it's one year I started first class learning. And I'm so glad that I've helped so many children, not just in the academics, but raise their confidence. You know? And I just I put in Facebook, LinkedIn, I never put anything. <laughs> I've had so many whatever advice. And yeah, put it on LinkedIn. I said, no, I'm not putting that on LinkedIn. Why put a little bit? But I did it on LinkedIn. I did it on Facebook. I'm about to go put the same one on Instagram. I said, well, no, they're going to see me. This is the Kaliki that has been saying, bring the children to me. Yeah. This is me now. And so, yeah, um, as much as I might not put it on blast people with myself, which I, I hate, yeah. but at least I'm going to just show them who has been behind all yeah. of this all this time because on that post that you're not on that post on that point I mean that's an amazing kind of point to end on because where you were mentioning earlier when you were saying like who is going to send their children to me and then <laughs> these people who knew you sent their children to you right these in doing that in an online space putting that amazing picture out that you're super proud of and you well you should be super proud of getting you know your master's and putting your face out there and sharing your personality that is the gem that people get to buy into when they work with you one-to-one -one or you're in a, you know, a learning setting. So it can feel really awkward to put yourself out there online and have the confidence to do it, but that's giving people that snippet, right? It's sharing those stories. It's letting them in to see a little bit of your personality. And I do, my entire business is online. And when I tell people that it makes me uncomfortable to do stuff online, I think they think that I'm lying because I do it all the time. 
like I'm live every week I do stories all day every day I do all these platforms but it's just an essential part of the business for me actually when you meet me in person I can be pretty chatty but I'm a massive introvert I like a lot of time on my own I'm really happy in the middle of nowhere walking around a field by myself reading books and being pretty quiet and I think because people see me online they think that I have this big personality and I do have quite a big personality for about 10 minutes and then I'm like in a corner by myself being slightly weird um but it's like this persona that builds and people get to see a little snapshot shot of it and it's that snapshot that I think that people anchor into so show people more of you Kalechi I think it would you know not only for you it benefits all of us because we get to have more of that amazing wisdom and that confidence that you exude so get out there and get on Instagram <laughs> this afternoon. that's what we say the more you do um the easier it gets as well yeah. doesn't yeah. it yeah that's I'm true think about it though yeah and also i'm actually doing it for them not me i'm doing it for those people that need to hear about me yeah. to see what i can offer them yes who I can serve. um it does make it a lot easier when you kind of flip that mindset yeah it does true well it has been a gem of a discussion today I hope anyone listening at home has had some good nuggets to take for it but I just want to say thank you both so much for joining me today and talking about all things confidence on the podcast thank you for having me or having us 